Thanks for coming and listening to the Everything Avatar podcast. We are your hosts, Dan Harris and Aaron Pinkham. This is where we're going to be talking about basically everything Avatar-related as in Avatar The Last Airbender. Not Avatar the movie. The premise for this podcast is that we're going to look at each episode from two points of view. Me, a 40-something dad that has zero experience at all with anything Avatar or the Avatar world versus... An Avatar superfan who's been watching for 11 years. All right, today we're going to talk about episode 27, Zuko Alone. Mm-hmm. So this was kind of a cool episode because this was just Zuko and we didn't see any of our regular players really, I don't think at all. Yeah, no, not at all. This is this is another one of my favorites. And yeah, this is the only episode of the entire show that we don't see Aang in Cell. This is the only one out of the whole series? Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. That we're, we don't see Aang in. Except, like, he's in the intro for the show, but sure. <laughs> not in, like, the actual episode. This is the only one in the whole show. Yeah, this is uh, this is actually a pretty good episode. I like this one. Yeah, this is another one of my favorites. I really like this episode. It's a good one. And you get to learn a lot more about Zuko, which Definitely. he's just... He's just becoming more and more interesting at this point. Yeah, so uh, he, he kind of starts out the episode. He's, he's traveling on the ostrich horse. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's out of food. He's out of water. Mm-hmm. Um, the first thing you see that's, you know, typically kind of pulling you on his side a little bit is he comes across a man that's cooking some steak and some meat. He can smell it and. His stomach's growling, he's ready to eat, and he gra- goes to grab his sword, and then he notices the man's taking the food over to his pregnant wife. Mm-hmm. And uh, he immediately kind of sees that, lets go. So you see he's starting to have sympathy for people, even though these are non-Fire Nation people. So yes, that, that's a, a good sign, I would say. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then he just continues on until he gets to the next town. And he gets into town, and he, he happens to find a place where you can, like, I don't know, an outside store or something like that. Yeah. Basically takes what little money he has left and, and asks the guy what he can get, saying, you know, he'd like to get some food plus some feed for his ostrich horse. And mm-hmm. uh, the guy's like, yeah, you could get the food for your horse, and that's about it. Yeah. He sees uh, two two young kids out the corner of his eye mm-hmm. hiding around the corner, and they end up throwing an egg across the i guess you could say alleyway or main street whatever and hitting a bunch of uh earth nation guards yeah they're just soldiers and they're kind of doing their own thing over on the side yeah and uh they get up and they think it's zuko that did it and they Mm -hmm. basically you know act like bullies and and steal his feed that he just bought yeah so now he has nothing and uh one of the young kids Basically sees it and says, hey, you know, thanks for saving me. Those guys are bullies. You know, they mm-hmm. say they're here to protect us. But or actually, it's the, the storekeeper who talks about it a little bit. Yeah. And then we see the kid, which the funny thing about the kid is that his name's Lee, which if you remember, that was the name Zuko went under as his like Earth Kingdom name. <laughs> oh, no, I didn't. I remember that. So, so it, I guess it just kind of shows that. Oh, yeah, that is that is a common name. So uh, the kid's just like, hey, you know, thanks for not ratting me out. Come on, you know, I can I can feed you. Yeah, takes him back to his house and he's going to, I guess, he meets like the parents and they convince him to stay for dinner. Zuko's like, I should move on. But they end up 
convincing him. And um, he's working on the barn with uh, Lee's dad. And this is where we get our first flashback to, like, Zuko's childhood. And we see... um, Zuko with his mom and he's feeding turtle ducks in like a pond which is in the royal palace it's like part of it and then he like shows his mom like this is how Azula feeds turtle ducks and like throws it at one and Ursula's like why would you do that and like tells him like if the whole thing with like the moms will protect their kids and then we see like um Azula, May, and Ty Lee, and they're all playing, like, a game together, and they convince Ursa, Zuko's mom, to have Zuko go and play with them, and they do the whole, like, game with the apple, and, like, Azula puts it on May's head and sets it on fire, and then, like, Zuko jumps to save her, and they fall on the, into the waterfall on top of each other, and, you know, then I guess we see that May has, like, little crush on Zuko, which we kind of already knew, but you kind of see it as when they were, you know, little kids. Yeah, so, but one thing we got to back up to, though, the rooster pig, or pig rooster, whatever you want to call it. Oh, that, yeah, and the... And that the, was pretty cool. Yeah, in their farm. They had a lot of animals there. Yeah, so this is where you get to see, like you said, the turtle ducks, uh, the pig rooster, um... God, what was the other animal you see in this episode that I thought was pretty cool? The lizards? Are we seen those before, though, I think? I think the, um, the lizard thing you might be thinking about is the next episode. Oh, you're right. It is the next episode, correct. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, so I did watch two episodes already, so I'm way yeah. ahead of this one. Um, so, yeah, but the pig rooster, that, that was, that was kind of cute, so I kind of liked mm-hmm. that. Was, yeah, that, that was, was in the... They're like farm. They had a lot of animals. So that's, you know, how they were able to feed Zuko's ostrich horse. But back in like the flashback, we see that um, they they get a letter about Iroh and he is in Ba Sing Se, which we've talked about before and which is the biggest city in the um, Avatar world. And it's Earth Kingdom. And they have a big wall around the city to protect it and we see Iroh in like this flashback is talking about how they're like burning through the wall and trying to get through and they've been there for like a really long time trying to do this but then he like sends Zuko and Azula gifts he sends Zuko like a knife which we see this knife throughout the episode and it says, like, never give up on it. And it was from, like, one of the Earth Kingdom generals. And then he gets Azula a doll that has, like, Earth Kingdom girls' clothes on it. And then we see even Azula as a little kid. was all, She was always, I guess, trying to get her way and stuff. And she um, talks about that if Iroh didn't make it back for more, that she thinks that their dad, Ozai would be a better fire lord and then like ursa zuko and azula's mom says that fire lord is Uan, which that is iroh and ozai's dad who's the fire lord at this point in these flashbacks says he's like still really in good health and 
that Azula shouldn't talk that way, and and then uh, Zuko talks about that'd be like if their cousin Liu Ten, which that is Iroh's son, wanted like their dad to die, Ozai, and so it kind of shows that you know Azula was kind of always the way she was, and you know Zuko. As a little kid, you know, he did care about people. Yeah, so, yeah, you definitely see her. She See here that Azula is, like, pure evil. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, even as a child. And he, he definitely is not. He yeah. wasn't that way at all, really, because of his mm-hmm. mother. And yes. Yeah, so basically, you know, hopefully that and some of the snippets you've seen leading up to this lead you to, to at least have a glimmer of hope that he can change his ways. Exactly. And we see later in the episode, that is the end of the first flashback of Zuko's childhood. And but we see later in the episode that Zuko was always closer to his mom and Azula was always closer to her dad. And you can kind of see that on like the differences in their personalities. But now we're back out of the flashback and back to what's actually going on. Yeah, so the kid ends up sneaking into uh, a little barn that Zuko's sleeping in mm-hmm. and uh, steals the sword. And yeah, then... well, it's it's two swords. It's, like, called dual swords. Right. And, uh, well, but they go together as one. Yeah. Because when you see it, the handle's basically one handle. Mm-hmm. So he steals it, and then Zuko wakes up. Or kind of, he was awake already, heard the kid, and kind of follows him, sees the kid playing out in mm-hmm. the field, you know, pretending like he's a warrior fighting. Yeah. And Zuko kind of goes out there and acts as like a big brother and kind of shows him, you know, hey, this is this is how it's meant to be. This is how you use him. And sees the kid kind of start to do it the correct way. And he just mm-hmm. gets a little smirk on his face like, you know, hey, it was kind of cool that I helped this kid out. Yeah. And his um, brother talks about, um, Lee talks about that he has an older brother that is in the war that used to show him stuff like this all the time. And, you know, his older brother thing will come back a little bit later in the episode. But, you know, and and I mean, like, that probably felt, you know, kind of good for Zuko. Like, he actually did something nice for this little kid. Yeah, exactly. So, and then it shows them just kind of go through the rest of the night doing whatever. And uh, Mm -hmm. so then the next day, just as Zuko's getting ready to leave and, He's going to take off uh, the guardsmen or bullies, whatever you want to call the soldiers, show up again. Yeah. And they're there to tell Lee's family that basically their uh, their son's um, regiment has been captured and they're probably dead. Yeah. Like they said that they were like joking with them, like the last group of Earth Kingdom soldiers that were captured, they put him on like the front line with, like, no weapons and Fire Nation stuff, and then just watch. Like, they said something on the, along the lines of that. So, that's probably meaning, like, he's probably dead at this point. But, um, Lee's dad goes to try to hopefully save, like, his older brother. And, um, like, Lee's mom asks, like, oh, are you going to stay? Like, and Zuko's like, no, I've got to, I've got to go now. And so this is where we get our next flashback, which Zuko and Azula were back at like that pond that 
we started the first flashback at and we see Zuko and Azula just like kind of running around and Ursa gets a letter saying that Iroh's son Luten died which we already knew he was dead uh because Iroh already talked about it in the Siege of the North but um we see that and we know now that Iroh left Basigse because his son died in the fight he was fighting well I guess fighting trying to get through the wall of Bossing Say for two years. And so now Iroh is coming home, you know, he's stopping this. And that's there. And then pretty much the next part Well is, first they first they have to go see their great grandfather or their grandfather. Yeah, that's what's happening next. That's what I was gonna say. Well, that, that actually, that happens, I think, before they find out about uh, Iroh. Um, no, because in the meeting, that's part of the meeting. Oh, Ozai yes. talks about him being dead. That's why Ozai wanted to have the meeting, but we get the whole part with Zuko and Azula, too. Oh, yes, you're right. You're right. There. Oh, yeah, because that's flashback at the pond where they find that out. That was just a short little flashback. Yeah, that was just like a short one, and yeah. then we see them going like ursa tells like the kids like go put on better clothes we have a meeting with fire lord azuan and so then we see the whole family and then at this meeting and their um, dad basically tries to impress the grandfather yeah he's like kind of asking them some facts azula is just going she knows all these facts zuko doesn't really know them and then Azula's gonna show off her firebending and she does like her whole thing perfect. And you see like Ozai smile and then Zuko's like, oh, I'm gonna show mine. And, you know, Zuko's trying hard, but he couldn't get it exactly. And then like Ozai frowns. And so it kind of just shows that, you know, once Zuko again, the, the whole, outcast the whole yeah. time. Like, he was always yeah. the, the lesser of the two mm-hmm. in, and, in their father and grandfather's eyes at least. Yes, and like even though his mom's like, you did great, I loved watching you, and she told him like, that he always keeps trying, and she likes that about him, and then Azulon's like, okay, I don't want to see all this, all of you leave except Ozai, but then like, as they're leaving, Azul grabs Zuko, and the two of them are gonna overhear this conversation that Azulon and um, Ozai are having, and Ozai pretty much... He kind of goes slow at first with this, but he pretty much just asked to be the Fire Lord because Iroh's bloodline is now over because Luten is dead. So there would be no Fire Lord after Ozai, even though Ozai is the two older of the brother. And Azulon gets mad about that, just saying, like, why would you even question that after Iroh lost his one son? How would it feel for you to lose one? And this is like where... Zuko runs away. Azula's just still standing there, and she's, like, smiling. And that just, you know, kind of shows again. And pretty much says, and then Azula pretty much says that Ozai now is going to have to kill Zuko to know what it feels like. Yeah, we don't actually see that, but that's what we hear. She comes back and tells Zuko. Yes, exactly. And see, and, you know, Zuko's like... dad would never do that to me and Zuko's all like stressed out clearly and like Ursa comes in and she's like 
we need to have a talk. And so she takes like Azula. And then that's where a bat flashback ends. And so then we see Lee's mom come to Zuko saying that Lee got taken by the soldiers because he pulled a knife on them, which I forgot to say this. But it's a um, knife that Zuko gave him that Zuko yes. used as a little kid. Yes, it was the knife that Iroh sent to Zuko from Ba Sing Se, and he gave it to the little kid before he left. And so now Zuko's going to go and pretty much fight these soldiers for the little kid. He's going back to the town. Yeah. And that's kind of where I want to say it totally ends, but he ends up going there and gets in the fight. Well, he doesn't end there, obviously, but he gets he goes there and he gets in the fight and he's doing pretty good. But, you know, eventually he gets to be too much. So he has to show his uh, firepower. Well, actually, first, so he does the fight. He pretty much beats all the soldiers except the one like head guy. He gets, like, I guess I think kind of knocked out. And then we get a flashback of it's, like, the middle of the night. And Ursulik wakes up Zuko while he's sleeping and, like, tells him that, like, everything she's done was to protect him. That she's got to go, but she's, like, never forget who you are and, like, tells Zuko this. And we just see her, you know, walk out in like a dark way she's got like a hood on and then we see like later in that and then that's when Zuko wakes up and fire bends and says like I'm Zuko I'm the fire lord's son and that's when he starts firebending yeah basically so then even though he wins and gets Lee back uh, Lee and his mother and all the townspeople at this point, you know, because he's Fire Nation, mm-hmm. don't like him anymore. Yes. Um, and they kind of, you know, first they think, well, you're not a prince, you know, because if you were, it was your father who did all this to us. Mm-hmm. And uh, he just kind of ignores it. And then when he gets closer to them, then the mom's like, don't even come near us, you know. Yeah. And he tries to give the, the, the little knife back to the kid. And the kid's like, Lee's like, I don't even want it. Just stay away from yeah, us. Exactly. He 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 says, like, no, I hate you to like Zuko in it. And this kind of whole episode shows that even though the Fire Nation are the villains, there's still bad people in the Earth Kingdom, like those soldiers. And it kind of shows like how the whole world sees the Fire Nation. Like Zuko might have just saved them, but all these people know what the Fire Nation's done to them, like Lee's probably just lost his older brother to the Fire Nation. Yeah, so then we get the, the I think it's the last flashback. Yes, actually. it is the last flashback. And Zuko's just like, kind of like, really wakes up then. And he's like, wait, Mom, what's going on? He tries to run after her, but she's already gone. Mm-hmm. And then Azula's there, and she's like, hey, you know, Grandfather passed away. And she's kind of laughing about it. Yeah, and she said, like, last night, and, and Zuko, like, first thinks it's, like, a joke. And Azula's like, it's it's not a joke. Yeah. Um, so then he ends up, uh, they show the funeral for the grandfather. He calls her sick. He says, you're sick. Mm-hmm. Which, yeah, she is. She's sick in the head. Mm-hmm. And uh, 
then uh, shows the funeral for the grandfather and, and how they, you know, do everything. And it, basically they made them their father, the Fire Lord, because Iroh's nowhere to be found. Yes. Um, and it says it even in, like, the funeral that it was, like, Azulon's dying wish for Ozai to become the next Fire Lord. So we see him get crowned and, like, Azula's there smiling. And, you know, Zuko kind of looks scared. And so it kind of, once again, just shows, you know, how different they are. Like, this is what Azula wanted. We heard her say this before in these flashbacks, but, like. Yeah, you, well, kind of makes you sit there and wonder, you know, was it. Did she have something to do with the grandfather dying or did that or, you know, he he doesn't know who to trust or what to think. Mm-hmm. So. And so this is this is like one of the most interesting. This whole thing with. um. Zuko's mom and Azulon, and we learn a little bit more later, but you get to figure out what actually happens in one set of the comics called The Search, and those are my favorite ones because this has always been interesting to me. Like, I remember when I first watched it, it was like one of my biggest questions when we ended the show. Oh, okay. So, you eventually, you do learn a little bit more later in season three about this whole thing. But, I mean, yeah, it's fun to make guesses at this point as to the information we have here and here to see. But then, like, once you do learn the information, like, watching this episode, it just, everything makes so much sense with, like, the way everything's there. Okay. But there's, you know, not enough information to figure it out just from this episode. Cool. Yeah. And that's right. pretty much where it ends. We see Zuko, you know, he's leaving the town on the ostrich horse and is, you know, still going to go travel. And that's where we end this episode. Yeah, you kind of, in a way, it's like you, you do. You start to feel bad for him because, like, every time he tries to take a step in the right direction, he gets shot back, and mm-hmm. pushed back farther. So it's like, God, a poor guy. Um, yeah. Yeah, so this one didn't really have, I, I would say, uh, any funny moments because no. no Sokka. So he's usually <laughs> comic relief. Yes. Um, but, uh, yeah, there was, some, there was some, I mean, it was a cool episode. It was a good episode. It gave you a lot yeah. of information, uh, showed a different side to Zuko than what, you know, you'd expect to see, mm-hmm. especially from season one. Yes. Uh, so that was pretty neat. Uh, yeah. I don't know if there was a necessarily, like I said, I would say a favorite part. Uh, mm-hmm. per se other than getting to see a lot of the flashbacks that was pretty cool mm-hmm. um the the pig rooster or rooster pig whatever mm-hmm. you want to call it that was that was pretty cute to see but uh yeah but overall yeah it was, a, it was a pretty good episode i did like this one so yeah um my my favorite part is definitely just like the flashbacks because you know we we get some flashback episodes sometimes and we see some things but it's definitely interesting because you know it's always fun to learn more about these characters, and this is like a really good episode for Zuko. It's definitely another one of my favorites. It's it's just a really good episode, and it's pretty much you know we've at this point we usually see Zuko going back and forth from like Aang and Sokka and Katara, and then like to Zuko and Iroh, and it's kind of like this is like we get more. Zuko as the series goes on like we see him more and more yeah but um this is like our first episode that's mostly about him and 
This is, like I said, the only episode that doesn't have, like, Aang in it. It's all about Zuko. Yeah, definitely. So. You know, that's that's why it's, you know, called Zuko Alone. Zuko Alone, yeah. <laughs> he is. All right. Well, that finishes this episode of Everything Avatar. Please join us again next time as we discuss episode 28. If you want to contact us, reach out to us, please do so. You can email us at everythingavatar113 at gmail.com. Or you can also find me on Twitter at I'm Trying Dan or my other podcast called The PTR Show. Aaron, where can they reach out and find you at? You can find me on YouTube at Aaron Pinkham or on my Instagram at airbear 34 All right. Please share this podcast with your friends and family. Give us that good rating and uh, we'll talk to you next time. Until then, I'm Dan Harris. And I'm Aaron Pinkham. And thanks again for listening to the Everything Avatar podcast. See you next time. See ya.